Hi, everyone. Before we get started, I just wanted to let you know that your girl is on Patreon. What else is going on podcast, aka Wego, W-E-I-G-O, is on Patreon. So if you feel so inclined and want to support your girl that way, you can head on over to patreon.com slash Wego podcast. That's P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com slash Wego podcast, W-E-I-G-O podcast. Now, if you don't want to be on a monthly recurring thing, I totally understand that. But if you want to support, you can head on over to buymeacoffee.com slash Wego, W-E-I-G-O. Again, buymeacoffee.com slash W-E-I-G-O. Because you know, a girl be trying to put in some work and a coffee could help me stay awake. So those are your two options. And if you don't want to do either of those things, if you could rate, review, and subscribe and share with your friends, I would love that. Now, on to the episode. And the following podcast is a CJ Media Production. Welcome to the What Else Is Going On podcast, the intersection where pop culture life and real life meet up. Get ready to deep dive into all things reality TV and the dichotomy of loving the game, but not necessarily the players when they start to reflect real-life issues like deep-seated discrimination and a world rooted in racism. Feeling conflicted because I love... Clip! 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 And I also have to chant, Black Lives Matter. Buckle your seatbelts and brace yourselves because my foot is off the brake and this intersection gets busy. So come along for the ride so we can see what else is going on. Hey, everybody. Thank you so much for coming back for another week of the What Else Is Going On podcast, whether you are listening um, via the audio or you're watching on YouTube. Thank you so much and welcome. So this one is going to be about married to medicine. I was scheduled to have a guest, but we had some scheduling conflicts. So here I am. I am coming to you, just me, myself and I. Who's didn't Beyonce sing that? Me, myself, and I, mm, 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 mm. you know, sometimes black folks don't always know the words and I don't know all the words to that song. But anyway, so um, I'm here. Thank God I'm here in the words of Celie from The Color Purple, which uh, the new adaptation is coming out December 25th on Christmas Day. So let me know if y'all are going to go see it. And then if you do go see it, you got to come back and tell me if you enjoyed it or not. I read the book more than once. Then I watched the movie over and over and over again. One of my girlfriends, shout out to my girlfriend, Shamika, my son's godmom. She, that's like one of her favorite. I think that is her favorite movie, actually. Um, so I think I'm going to go see it. And I'm not one to normally just go to movies like that's my husband and the kids like they are movie people every new movie that comes out they are of all genres I'm not really that much of a movie person um I went to see Barbie me and my youngest had a date uh before she went back to school you know for the fall semester just she went with uh big Corey and little Corey when we had went on vacation with my parents in the summer when it first came out and then me and her went, I did think it was a good, it was a really good movie. And so that was what July, no August, something like that. And then in November of last year, <laughs> I went to see what kind of forever. No, 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 no. I did see a movie in Whenever Creed came out, this latest Creed, I saw that. Was that in December or something like that or January of last year? So basically, if I go see The Color Purple in December, it will have been a year since I've been to the movies. But I mean, I'm not a movie person. But anyway, I was here, like I said, in the words of Celie, and I am excited. I've been hearing from people that have gone to... uh different showings of it um, or early releases, I have heard good things. So we'll see. 
So y'all, let's get into Married to Medicine. It's probably going to be a drive-by review. I will say I'm really, 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 really enjoying Married to Medicine. I've always loved Married to Medicine. Even the seasons when people say, oh, it's not as good. This I've always been a Married to Medicine fan. Um, Mariah was my favorite. Uh, or I won't say favorite. I just, I loved her on the show. Some of y'all may not agree, but I also love Toya. On the show, you know what I have to say, I've grown an appreciation for every single lady on the show. I'll say that I can honestly, truly say that. Like from the original, like I, I have grown an appreciation for all of them. Um, I'll be honest and say Quad always was not my favorite. Even when her and Mariah were cool in the beginning of the show, there was just something. But I see her value on the show. And in this debate that I've seen going on online, as far as the ladies pushing quad out or this happening or that happening, quad isn't 100% right. And she's not 100% wrong. The women aren't 100% right to me, my opinion. And they're not 100% wrong either. And I feel like there's a lot being said without being said because they don't want to break the fourth wall. But in this review, what I'm going to do is go over the episode, just some quick things from the episode that stuck out to me. And then I'm going to get into the live last night that it was Phaedra. Originally, it was Phaedra, Dr. Jackie, Heavenly, and Toya. Dr. J and they were trying to get Dr. Simone on, but you can't do five. You can only do four. So Dr. Jackie kept saying, do you want me to drop off so Simone can get on? And that's what ended up happening. So then it ended up being Phaedra, Dr. Simone, Toya, and Dr. Heavenly. So like I said, I want to get into a little bit of the episode or things that stuck out to me, but then I want to get into that live because we've all, a lot of us who've been watching reality TV long enough, especially the housewives type reality TV, we've now picked up on the fact that in certain instances, oh, they're arguing about the show, but can't say that it's about the show unless you're Denise Richards and tells Erica Jane, watch the show back. That episode of Beverly Hills was so good. Uh, but we're here talking about Married to Medicine. But anyway, so I think a lot of us watching can see like, oh, wait a minute. They are. This is not a. this is about that. The show, meaning the production of the show, the this, who's the it girl, like it's it's all those things. Issues with production, like, uh, because in the live, Dr. Heavenly basically alluded to Quad having an issue with production. So, and I'll get into that too. So first, let's get into the episode. So in the beginning of the episode, you know, we see Dr. Jackie and her office and we see the ladies just in their settings. I'm not going to really get into that. I do like that though, when the episodes come on and we see the late, you know, they're showing some of their home life or their work life. One thing I love, absolutely love about Married to Medicine is that it's a cast full of melanated black folks that are doctors and housewives. I love the, I love the fact that Toya is out there living her best life. In the words of Rodney, the voice living like a rich black woman. I love that because how often do we see that depicted on these shows? Let's face it. There's not a lot of us on Bravo that look like us anyway, right? So to see them all and to, to hear Dr. Jackie talk about maternal health and Dr. Simone talk about maternal health for Black women and not feel like they can't. They don't. What I love is they don't come on the show and talk about they do talk about women's health in general, but they're, but I love that their focus is on black maternal health because the rest of the world isn't. So it's nice to see people that look like me that are familiar with the different things that like fibroids and all of that, something that I've recently been through and cysts, something that I've recently been through and been to a non-black doctor. And it was very much kind of just like, uh, we can do this test. We can do this test. We need you to do this. But I felt I felt like it wasn't 
a a priority, if you will, for them. I mean, y'all have heard me talk about how they tried to, I was in the emergency room and the emergency room system was linked up as part of the system that my um, gynecologist is a part of. I went to the emergency room. And now for me, for the, for people that know me in my personal life, no, I'm not an emergency room person. I've never even really been a doctor person, which is not always good, right? Because you need to make sure you get your checkups, this, that, and the third. But I drove myself to the emergency room because I was in that much pain. And when I called my OBGYN, followed up the next day, it was like, oh, well, we haven't seen you. So we'll give you an appointment for three months. So I'm supposed to be in this pain for three months until you can see me. I had to drive up there to get a two month earlier appointment. So I say all that to say, and it was dealing with fibroids and cysts. So I love the fact that these, that these black OBGYNs are on television, not afraid to say I'm focused on black women's maternal health and what's issues in black women's bodies that, you know, black women uh, are, we are uh, what we have a higher rate of fibroids and cysts and all, you know, so I, I love, I'm saying all that to say that I love the fact that they're not watering it down. They're not afraid to say the word like black women for fear of turning viewers or other people off. They're just talking about it. And I love that. They're not trying to appeal to middle America. They're trying to talk to black women about their health. And I love that. So anyway, we see all that in the beginning. Then we get to the meetup. So we have Toya, Quad, Dr. Simone, wait, Toya, not Quad. I'm sorry. We have Toya, Dr. Heavenly, Dr. Simone, and Dr. Jackie all meet up and have this discussion about whether or not Quad is going to come to Napa. Because for Toya, this is a work event. She's meeting up with a premier wine person to, you know, to start her wine line. And she doesn't want any foolishness. Now, one could say, well, you're adults. So you invite her and you just choose not to engage in the foolishness. Right. But one could also say this is her trip. She doesn't want to go into it because let's be honest, no matter how I tell it like it is or whatever type of person you are, when you are in a group of people, if you don't fool with someone, and not fool with them just because, oh, I don't know them like that. So I say hi. Or from what I know of them, I don't really gel with them, but we can still laugh and have a good time. Their relationship is different. They have a 10-year history with each other, no matter who's been right or who's been wrong. So when you have a falling out like that, which evidently was even bigger than we saw on the uh, last week's episode, the, the funeral, it makes it uncomfortable. And there is tension. So if this is about me and my business, I'm probably not going to want her to come. In real life, you just wouldn't invite her. And I guess, you know, you say real life is supposed to be real life. But, you know, for the sake of the show, um, they have a conversation about her coming. Right. So they decide to have her come. But Toya doesn't invite her. And we've seen that on the Housewives before. Well, oh, we'll invite so-and-so, but you tell them because I'm not going to tell them, right? Because I'm not fooling with them. So they decide that Quad could come. And then Dr. Simone is basically going to have a conversation with her, like, what's changed? And at the end of the episode, she did. Again, I see both sides of this issue. And I'll tell you why as we get more into it, whatever. So... We then see Simone, Dr. Simone, Cecil, Miles, and Michael go see this condo. I thought it was interesting that uh, Cecil had shown them properties because he's a realtor, I believe, right? So he had shown them properties, but Dr. Simone didn't like any of those. So then they had another realtor show them this property. Simone breaks out the contract. No overnight guests longer than two days. Michael has, no, Michael has two years where he doesn't have to pay rent. Miles has one year. And when when you really break down Miles' age, Miles is 25 at the time this is filming. Even if he took, so he went away to college his first year, right? Then went to Georgia State his second year, took a break and is now back in. But I think that he's actually been in college. Because if he started at 18, 
and he's 25, count a break year or two, it does make sense that he would have been in college for five years. Because Dr. Simone said he's been in college five years. But if it was 18 plus five, he would be 23. Let's take he let's say he took a break year. It would be 24. So he's been in college for a minute. Like when you think about that, really break that down. He's 25. I'm 99% sure she said during this, right? That's, that's a long time. That means you technically went through four years of college, or five years of college and a break. So it's been six years or six, six or seven years since you've been out of high school. And Cecil doesn't want to. And I get it. You want to give your kids the life that you didn't have. And I think sometimes I'll speak for me. I won't speak for other parents. Sometimes you can not mess up, but because each generation hopefully wants their child to struggle less than they did. I know I do. I'm not of the mindset that my child has to experience a hardship to appreciate stuff because that's not always the case. There are some kids though that do take for granted what their parents can give them. But I don't believe like for me, I feel like if I can, if if I had it and I wanted to go out and get my kids a brand new car instead of a used car, why not? Now maybe it wouldn't be a Mercedes, right? Maybe it would be or whatever. Range Rover, whatever, maybe. And then again, who knows if I had that, right? So I'm not of the mindset that they have to struggle, but I do believe they have to appreciate. So if you didn't struggle for it and we gave it to you, you need to appreciate it and value it and, and understand just how blessed you are. So I'm I'm not of the mindset that your kids have to struggle. However, there does come a point when you could end up handicapping your child. Um, I'm sorry if that's the wrong terminology, but basically making them incapable of making their own decisions of valuing a dollar because you just want, you want to do better than what your parents did for you. So you just give, give, give them everything. Sometimes you give them so much, they don't even get a chance to want anything, right? So I can see both sides, but I'm, if you've been in college for five years, and I still got to ask you when you plan on getting your degree. And you are in your 20s, halfway to 30, unless you're in graduate school, law school, whatever. Like, I have questions. So, but so I'm, I'm, I'm thinking that they must have bought this particular condo because she brought out contracts. So, which is unless, because I was like, well, how would they know that this would be the one? So. She just bring the, did she just bring the contract along to every house they saw? Or did they had they already seen this and then just needed to get it on camera? Either way, Miles and Monroe, Miles and Monroe, Lord Jesus, Miles and Michael. Good luck with everything. Uh, let's talk about the ladies heading to Napa. So the ladies head to Napa. Uh, Dr. Heavenly thought that Dr. Simone was Alicia. I thought that was funny. Um, all the ladies look good. They're excited to go. Dr. Jackie wasn't there. Phaedra wasn't there. And Quad was not there. So uh, so all the other ladies were, including Sweet Tea. Um, Sweet Tea looked like she'd been going through it. Like from last week when they got the infusions, she just looked so tight. Sweet Tea is going through it, it seemed like. <laughs> almost like the reality is hitting her like oh I thought we were just gonna laugh Kiki throw a little bit of shade and keep it moving and she's finding out during filming like no it's, this is the actual job and it's a lot more to that so they're on the sprinter van they're all talking about whether or not quad was coming toy is like I'm gonna take a wait I'm okay with taking a wait and see approach um initially Toya had told Heavenly basically to bring her. Heavenly was like, I'm going to tell Phaedra since Phaedra's been bringing her. Phaedra wasn't on the Sprinter, so they had the conversation and Phaedra was saying how. They were saying that Phaedra was like, no, I'm not going to bring because she don't want to be in the middle of it. So they get to the house. Qua, uh, Toya gives out all the rooms and then realizes she didn't get quite a room. Because she didn't know if she was coming. And I was like, well, wouldn't you 
set it up as if she was coming that way, you wouldn't have to be worried about that. So in my mind, it was like, was that just drama for the show? Or you really just like, oh, well, she comes, we just going to stick her wherever. So they get the rooms and they're saying, uh, Toya is like, well, can she stay with you, Heavenly? Heavenly's like, no. Well, let's ask Jackie. Heavenly's like, Heavenly's like, I'm already, I can tell you what Jackie's going to say. <laughs> no. Sure enough, Jackie says no. So then Dr. Simone says, I tell you what, basically Alicia is the newbie. So she's got to stay with you. It would have been wild if they were like, well, Sweet T is a newbie and the youngest because they keep getting on her about her age. So <laughs> Quad has to stay with Sweet T, but I think they knew that would have been a no from Quad's end, from everybody's end. So they all go bike riding. It looked like a lot of fun. Dr. Alicia didn't put her kickstand down, but yet she, she was riding with the kickstand down, but she was still beating them. So I thought that was a cute little scene. It looked like really fun. I would like to go to Napa. So if anybody's listening or watching and you have a hookup in Napa, you know a winery there and you want to sponsor what else is going on podcast to go to Napa to do an episode out there, be my guest. The Lord will bless you real good if you decide to do that. But I just, like I said, I, I want to go to Napa. But And it just looks so beautiful. So the mood was light, undercurrent of shade where Quad was concerned. But other than that, the mood was really, really light. On the Sprinter Suite, T says she's never been to California. And Dr. Simone says, wow, we've been here for so many monumental moments. Uh, you never been to California. We celebrated your wedding. There was a little bit of a back and forth with Sweet T and Dr. Heavenly because it was like, well, you didn't want to celebrate my wedding, Heavenly. So we go, you know, we go through all of that a little bit again. So I thought, um, I feel like Sweet T, she's not keeping it light, but she's also not afraid to speak up to Heavenly. That's how I feel. She's not. Um, definitely not. Again, we talked about Toya forgetting, forgetting in quotes to get a room for Quad. They tell Dr. Alicia she's got to share the room. Um, Quad shows up. Toya says, I didn't know that you were coming or I didn't think you were going to come or something like that. And it's quiet for a little bit. And then Quad talks about coming to support. I'm going to get into that in the recap of the live that was done after the episode. But so basically Quad is on some, listen, I know me and Toya, me and you don't always have the best relationship, but I just want to let you know I'm very proud of you and I'm here to support you. Toya received it kind of like, thank you. And that was it. It wasn't no like, oh, thank you, Quad. It was very much bland. Thank you. Great. This is the room. Quad's trying to joke like, did you put me in the field? Did you put, you know, trying to throw cute, quick little shade and Toya is really not. Uh, biting at all right so quad goes out to her room dr simone and toya stay back because they're all going to go get ready for dinner and toya is basically like basically saying that the ladies are fake because y'all laugh and somebody's y'all can talk to somebody and be laughing with them and then you talk behind their back and basically she's saying how Simone was talking to Quad. Cause, oh, because Simone said Quad came in with high energy. And Toya was like, well, you matched her high energy and I'm concerned about y'all. Y'all are fake. Y'all can have conversations and laugh and key, key, key. But then behind their back, you talking about them. So that's basically what uh, they were saying. That's basically what Toya was saying. And Simone was like, not I, said the cat. I promise you when we go to dinner, I'm getting it all off my chest and Dr. Simone was like Toya I'm upset you don't have faith in me like okay we go to dinner the setup is gorgeous it's beautiful and again taps mic if anybody wants to sponsor what else is going on podcast to go to Napa the Lord will bless you real good or whomever you believe in will bless you real good so they get to dinner they're talking Phaedra arrives later Quad arrives and the tension, you can feel it. So basically what this dinner boils down to, and I'm, I'm saying it from my perspective, okay? Quad comes in. She says she was she's there to support Toya. Dr. Heavenly brings up how she feels that Quad has used her because Quad wasn't going to Napa. Then 
from that conversation at lunch earlier with Toya, Dr. Heavenly, Dr. Simone and Jackie, when Toya was telling Heavenly to invite Quad and Quad was like, well, I'm going to call Phaedra. Heavenly called Phaedra. Phaedra said, no, she doesn't want to get in the middle. What I'm taking from that is then Phaedra must have talked to Quad. And it's like, because Phaedra kept saying in the live, I made it very clear. I made it very clear. And she even said it at the dinner that I didn't want to be in the middle. So to me, Dr. Heavenly must have called Phaedra. Hey, you bring Quad because you've been bringing her da 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 da. Phaedra is like, nah, I ain't get ready to bring Quad because people are going to think I'm messy. So I'm not going to bring Quad. And I made it very clear. So she must have talked to Quad like, I'm not going to be the one to bring you to Napa. Then Heavenly says, right after she gets off the phone with Phaedra, she gets a call from Quad. So in my mind, of course, I'm thinking, I'm taking at what she said. So I'm like, well, you're, what you're implying is that you told Phaedra to bring Quad. Phaedra said no. Phaedra must have called Quad. And then Quad called Heavenly. And was like, what's T? And then, and, and wanted Heavenly to bring her on the trip. So Heavenly is like, I basically feel like you, you, you're, you used me. It's not about a sisterhood. I haven't heard from you. And now after Phaedra won't bring you on the trip, you're calling me to bring you on the trip. And Quad is listening. I'm going to say a part of me does believe that. Again, I don't believe any, any one of them is 100% right. And they're not 100% wrong either. But I do believe that piece that quad, you know, wanted someone to bring her on the trip, but that ended up not being necessary. And when I get into the live, if y'all haven't heard it, I'll tell you why. So they're having this conversation. Uh, Heavenly brings up how Phaedra said she didn't want to be in the middle. Da, 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 da. And quad is like, Phaedra said that. And Heavenly's like, yeah. Then Heavenly starts throwing quad under the bus. Like, I need you to be truthful about the things you said about Phaedra and just start saying, you said Phaedra was this, you said Phaedra was that, you said, well, uh, you said Gregory and Phaedra dated and that she wanted money from him. So Quad was like, I, Gregory did say that, Gregory did say that. And she says that Gregory told her that they dated and everything was fine until Phaedra requested $4,000 a month from him while they were dating. Um, Phaedra in her confessional says, my purse is $10,000. So what would I do with four? Your purse may be $10,000 now, but we're talking about then. So was it $10,000 then? And you didn't need the 4,000 or what? Because we know that Phaedra never answers a question directly. She always has a little pun or throws something out or a little, <laughs> ooh, chop. <laughs> That's how she gets out of stuff. That's how she slithers out of stuff. So now Quad is seeing like, oh, this is kind of like an ambush, sort of like what they did to Heavenly. But Quad did not agree when they did that to Heavenly last season. I will say that in Quad's defense. When they all confronted Heavenly, Quad was not for that. So we, we end the episode with Simone, Dr. Simone asking Quad, if no one is a friend to you in this group, if, oh, I'm sorry, because Quad was like, there were times when she didn't feel safe to talk to the group about things, about what was concerning her and her issues. And so Dr. Simone is like, if you don't feel safe, if the, if this is not a safe space, if we're not friends to you, or if we haven't been, why now do you want to repair that? And so Quad is like, well, I figure we can just basically wipe the slate clean with all of us and move forward. And she does say she doesn't have an emotional connection with the ladies, but she would like to repair that. Now, here's where I must say. I believe Quad thought she had job security before on Married to Medicine, because, again, she is an important, integral part of the show of the cast. Right. I believe she felt like. She was irreplaceable, if you will. And I don't know if that's the right word, but I, I, she knew her value. She knew her value. And she expected the network to value her the same way she valued herself in the show. 
And so I think she got a, started smelling herself a little bit. And I think when, because she's had to negotiate her contract for the last couple of seasons. And this season, she didn't film for, they said, four weeks. That's a month. And from what Quad, I mean, from what Dr. Heavenly has said, she didn't get the money that she was trying to get. She got something, but not what she was trying to get. And I think in Quad's mind, she realized, oh, if I don't take what they're offering me, like they have the upper hand, basically. I don't have the upper hand. They do. And I believe that's what happened with Dr. Contessa because Dr. Uh, Dr. Heavenly, I believe, or somebody said in last season, that's what happened with Contessa. Technically, they didn't fire her. They didn't renew her contract because she wanted, they were wanted to offer her less and maybe like a friend of type thing. And it was like a no for Dr. Contessa. That's what was said last year. So I'm wondering if Quad was like, oh, well, wait a minute. Now I have to take what they're offering me because if not, then I won't be on the show, which is why it was four weeks until she filmed. And I think then is when she realized I need to reestablish my relationships with these women. So I basically have a reason to be here because if I'm not cool with these women, if I'm ghosting them in between seasons, if I'm not really friends with them, not hanging it out, not hanging out, not seeing it for them, what reason then do I have to come back if production is not seeing it for me? It's one thing when you're a part of the group and production knows, well, if I remove this person, the group won't be the same. But if you're already not really a part of the group and you're only showing up as a coworker, then you're like, oh, I need to get my footing back. This is truly what I think. I feel like that's how Quad was thinking, which is why she is now wanting to reestablish because I agreed with Dr. Simone's question. If we have not been a safe space for you, if we have not been good friends to you, if you feel like we have not reached out to you, why now, now, not last season, not in between last, not even in between last season, not in between the seasons, why now, four weeks after we've been filming, do you want to establish or reestablish our relationships or wipe the slate clean for of what we did to you and move forward. Cause you notice Quad will be like, we've all said things, but we need to move forward. But she won't say, I've done X, Y, and Z, and I'm sorry. It's let's move forward. Now, and I get where Quad is coming from in terms of when the conversation comes up about them not supporting her the way she would have wanted when she was divorcing Gregory and then basically taking Gregory's side and blaming her until they got to that reunion and Quad finally aired him out. Then it was like, oh, I didn't know. Well, you should have supported your friend. I get that. I also do want to ask though, I thought that they had all moved past that, that that had been addressed, that Quad had pulled them up about that, like y'all didn't support me. Like I thought that conversation was had, which is how they were able to move forward and be close with one another after that. Because if, if if that's the case, if they did, if she did have that conversation with them, can she then continue to say when it comes up, well, why don't you call us? Because y'all didn't support me. But if we already had that conversation and addressed that at that moment in time, we weren't supporting you, then why are we back to having it? And y'all let me know. I could be wrong. Maybe they never had, maybe she never had the conversations with the ladies, but I could, I thought she did. And I thought they had apologized and they had moved past that. So in my mind, again, I believe Quad is like, my, Quad is thinking in her mind, my job is on the line. So I have to reestablish it. And I feel like the ladies are thinking, we're not going to let you ignore us Say we're not your friends, but then when you need us to keep your job, we're supposed to just welcome you back into the fold and let you use us. Whether that's what Quad is doing or not, I think that's how they see it. 
So for instance, in the live, let's get to the live. So in that live last night, Toya mentions the scene when Quad shows up and she goes, oh, you came. I didn't think you were going to come. And how if you go back, you notice there's like a little bit of silence. She said that Quad said, yeah, I'm here because I want my check. So I'm going to say this. If that is the case and that's true, no matter what issues her and Toya have, she walks in. Toya's like, oh, I didn't think you were going to come. And she says, I'm here because I want my check. But then you make sure because you you know they may cut that out because that's fourth wall, right? But then you make sure to say multiple times in your confessionals, no matter what, I'm here to support Toya. Then you say at dinner, I'm here to support Toya. Then you say, in after you said in that scene, I'm here for my check, you sit down and you say, Toya, I know we've had our issues but I just want to support you. Nah, you don't want to support me because that's not what you said. What you said was you were here for the check. So it's, the, it's to me, it's those little things. I think they want Quad, they're trying to force Quad to say on camera what she may say off camera. I'm doing this for my check, but they want her to say it on camera. I think that's what they're trying to do. I really do. Right or wrong, mm, but I, I really truly think they're trying to Force Quad to say on camera or put her on the spotlight. Why do you want to make up with us again? If she's been saying off camera, I'm only here because of my check. You don't then get to get on camera and act like you're here to support me because you're not. And it's cool. Quad has her reasons why she doesn't want to support Toya, which are which are valid. Some of her reasons, they all have valid reasons in some of these arguments, right? But again, you don't get to tell me off camera or when you know something isn't like I'm, I'm going to break the fourth wall on camera and say, child, I'm only here for my check. And then when I have a heart to heart moment, like I know we don't see each other, always see eye to eye. We've had our issues, but I truly support me. No, you don't. That's being fake. And I think that is their issue with her. And that's what they're trying to get her to say. So um, doc, now this is, we're talking about the live. Dr. Heavenly said she believes that quad is hurt. And Toya said she believes it too, but they are not the reason that she's off the show. This is what Toya is saying. So then Dr. Heavenly says, I don't believe Quad said that we're the reason. And Toya's like, yes, she did. I sent you the DMs. And I think the DMs that Toya sent to Heavenly are the screenshots that we've seen posted where Quad is... Uh, like some people are commenting, like, I can't believe Quad is no longer going to be here. And then Quad has been responding back. I think that's Toya probably screenshot and sent them to Dr. Heavenly. So Dr. Heavenly is like, no, I don't believe Quad is saying that we're forced, forced her off the show. Because all the ladies are like, yeah, she's saying we forced her off the show. And Dr. Heavenly is like, nah, I don't believe she would say that. And Toya is like, check your DMs that I sent you. I was like, woo, child, not them on this live doing all of that. So Dr. Simone said that if you're going to continue, now this is on the live, that if you're going to continue to say that they're not good friends, basically, why are you coming around? She said at one point, her and Quad were very close and that they both shared personal things with each other that she knows Quad hasn't shared with anyone else about her. She believes that. And she knows she hasn't shared about Quad what Quad you know, shared with her. Um, she said she knows, again, Quad hasn't told any of her business, but why would you want to continue to come around if we're such bad friends? And then that Toya piped in again and said, well, we know why. It's because of the check. So, whew, also during the live, Phaedra said she really did think her flight was later. And that's why she didn't come with Quad. Remember in the scene, Toya was like, why didn't you, did you change your flight because of quad or something like that? And she was like, no, I thought my flight was later. Phaedra said on the live, she really did think her flight was later. Uh, she said, Toya, you know, you know, it was my kid's party. When quad was in her confessional, remember when uh, at the dinner scene, when Dr. Heavenly was saying what quad said and then quad was in her confessional and was like, 
uh, Miss Park, let's park it. Remember how you really got into the group. On the live, Phaedra said, yes, let's remember that. So I thought she was going to go into death, but we know Phaedra doesn't do that. Because then she said, I didn't get that. And Toya said, oh, I didn't get that either. And Dr. Heavenly said, oh, yeah, we all knew you. So basically they were saying, where did Quad get that from? I don't know. Dr. Heavenly said she believed that Quad is trying to take credit for bringing Phaedra into the group. But again, they all knew each other. Um, and then it appeared, because, you know, on that live, sometimes it gets a lot when they all try to talk or say something. It appeared or sounded like she was getting ready to say that Quad established a relationship basically within the group on the show. But Toya cut her off and said something else. So if y'all have watched that live, or if you go back and watch it, on that part of it, it's like Heavenly's get ready to say, well, basically they established this close relationship within the group on the show. But then Toya said something and uh, cut her off. Now, the scene where Heavenly and Quad were talking at the table um, and at dinner and Quad is like, oh, Phaedra said that. You know, this is how it all went down or what have you. Uh, wait a minute. One second. Y'all didn't lost my spot. Lord, what is it? Oh. Phage. Okay. <laughs> this was fun. This was a throwaway. That's why I'm like, this doesn't make sense. But it was a throwaway comment that Phaedra said that I just thought was funny. So basically when Heavenly and Quad were at that table going back and forth and Quad was like, Phaedra said that. And Heavenly was like, Phaedra said that. Phaedra said she was like. Why are they talking like I'm not in the room? I just thought that was funny. I don't know. Because y'all know Phaedra and her voice. Like, I'm sitting right here. Why are they talking over me? And they did show Phaedra's face on the show when they were talking across her like she wasn't in the room. So I just thought that was funny. On the live, Phaedra said the reason that she was not going to bring Quad on the girls trip was because she knew it would look to viewers because, you know, Phaedra's been in this game a while. So she knows. So she said the reason she wasn't going to bring Quad on this girl's trip is because she knew it would look to viewers like she was trying to start a mess and she was not going to do that. And she did not want any part of that because she does not have a dog in this fight. She said she made that very clear. So my question is, you made it very clear to Heavenly. Did you make it very clear to Quad as well? And is that, in fact, why Quad then called Heavenly? My thing is this. If you're supposed to be Quad's girl, right, you're supposed to be her friend. I understand you not wanting to get in the middle of her and Toya because she also said she knew that Quad and Toya had issues. But it wasn't until at the funeral home that night where she saw basically vitriol. Like there was really something deep rooted between them. So she was like, I'm not going to bring this girl, meaning Quad, on Toya's work trip because the audience is then going to view it as messy. But remember, Toya has said she didn't have a problem. Oh, and she first she said she didn't want Toya to think she was messy or the audience. So Toya was like, but I didn't have a problem with you bringing Quad. And remember, going back to the top of the episode, when Dr. Jackie, Dr. Simone, Dr. Heavenly, and Toya met up, Toya was saying to Heavenly, you can call her and you bring her. And then Heavenly was like, well, I'll tell Phaedra. And Toya was okay with that. So Phaedra's trying to play it like, you know, I saw the vitriol between them. And I didn't want to look messy to Toya or the viewers. But Toya didn't have a problem with it. Also, Toya knows how this show works. She's on the show. Phaedra was more concerned about her image with the viewers and what it would look like than her supposed relationship with Quad. That's what I think. Because if that's my homegirl, I'm going to bring her and be like, listen, we had the conversation, Toya, on the phone. You Or Heavenly called me and said, you said it was okay for me to bring Toya. So, I mean, for me to bring Quad. So here she is. She could have tried to facilitate. She could have done that. But she wanted her hands clean of all of it in the audience eyes. So then they were talking and basically were saying Quad just showed up, meaning Toya didn't invite her. Dr. Heavenly told Phaedra to invite her. Phaedra said she wasn't doing it because she didn't want to be messy. So Toya said, so basically 
a ghost, a production ghost told Quad to come. So when I hear Quad say that it was a setup and it was embarrassing, I'm thinking because none of the ladies invited her, production invited her. And actually the producer named James. And I was wondering if that's the same James that was on Potomac season five. In the chat, Toya said, oh, James raised his hand and said he told Quad to come. So production told Quad to come. So my thing is they knew that none of the ladies invited her and then y'all told her to come. So no wonder it's feeling like a setup to Quad. Like, oh, y'all setting me up to look stupid. Like y'all setting me up to come on a trip to be disinvited. So I can understand why she would feel that way when production is involved. Cause that's what Toya said on the live. Okay. That's what they said on the live. Toya says to Dr. Heavenly. So I just want to clarify you and Quad are in a good place right now. And Dr. Heavenly says, yes. Toya said, how did that happen? Dr. Heavenly said, I'm just going to speak my truth. It was basically after the season and Quad needed an in into the group. So what she's saying is her and Quad are good now because I guess Quad has already let us know we're only going to see her in two more episodes and then the rest of the season goes on. So Dr. Heavenly is saying after the season wrap and Quad saw that she wasn't basically a part of the group anymore, she needed an in. So now she's been reaching out to Heavenly more than ever before. This is what Heavenly said. She said, it's not because she misses my friendship because it's been years basically since her and Quad have talked this much. Um, James Knox, James Knox was the producer. She said she was hurt when James Knox told them or told, I don't know if it was all of them, but James Knox definitely told Heavenly. This is what Heavenly is saying. She was very hurt when they were in Napa and James told, wait, you know what? I'm sorry. Let me double back. It might not have been in Napa, but at some point, James allegedly told Heavenly that Quad said she doesn't have any emotional connection or tie to the group and that hurt Heavenly's feelings. The producers are really like in the mix here. Again, that's the one who invited Quad on the trip. And I wonder if that's the James from, that was the name, right? James from Potomac. Um, They brought up Quad saying that she was forced off the show. Dr. Heavenly said she wanted to make something clear. If you did not show up to smile by Dr. Heavenly for four weeks, you wouldn't have a job. If you were to cuss Dr. Heavenly out in front of the staff and be negative, you wouldn't have a job. You can't come to work and talk to corporate any old kind of way. To me, what it sounded like she was saying was, Quad then had an issue with production, I guess, for inviting her. Maybe she found out, oh, none of the other ladies invited me. The producer didn't got me here and they didn't set me up. They already didn't negotiate the contract that I wanted. So now I'm pissed. So I'm telling you, when you watch that live, Dr. Heavenly made it seem like, because she kept saying it's corporate. You can't go. You can't not do your job and expect to keep your job and argue with corporate on your job and expect to keep your job. This is what some of the stuff that Dr. Heavenly was saying. So again, it sounds to me like she was saying Quad was talking reckless to production and the powers that be at Bravo and they weren't having it. She said, Quad, I empathize with you. I know you've been through a lot, but do your effing job. I said, wow, this is this is a lot. So we'll see. I'm enjoying Married to Medicine. I hope that she may not be one of my faves, but I could take or leave Qua, but I say that, but I still almost like the gang's all together again. I do hope that they can find a way to work it out. And because I do think Quad adds something to the mix. And I wish that Mariah would come back. I wish that they would bring Quad and Mariah back because I wonder with Quad having been through something similar as Mariah what would that conversation be like on camera now look because I've said before taking out who initiated the charge for Mariah to not be there taking out the fact that some of the ladies had a beef with her 
Quad did participate in voting Mariah off the island. And now it seems as if she's in the same position. Again, I'm not putting that on Quad's shoulders that Quad did that. Quad, let's just say, let's just say Quad had nothing to do with getting Mariah off the show. I'm saying let's just say that. Because all the ladies are quick to say, we don't have the power to get somebody off the show, but we also know what icing somebody out is, right? So if Quad had nothing to do with it, but she voted for Mariah to no longer to be a part of a group, that means you took part in it. And now, ironically, you're in the same situation. It could be Heavenly next season. Any one of the ladies could be in the same situation. So when I say... What goes around comes around, not necessarily like you did this to Mariah, so now it's happening to you, but you did participate in the removal of Mariah, it seems like. And now they're trying to do it to you. So I would love for them all to come back and then Mariah come back too. And Dr. Alicia, I hope we hear more from you because Dr. Heavenly said last week that you were very vocal when they went to DC last year, remember with Reverend Al Sharpton and uh, Dr. Alicia was allegedly supposed to be a part of Married to Medicine DC, but I guess they didn't pick it up. So they moved to Atlanta. Now on this live, they did say, Tulia said that she called Alicia or some somebody said they contacted Alicia, I guess to be on the live, but she was setting up their practice. So we'll see. Y'all, let me know what y'all think. How are y'all feeling about Married to Medicine? How are y'all feeling about Quad leaving? How are y'all feeling about the ladies seemingly trying to basically force Quad to say on camera that she don't fool with them off camera? Or do y'all think it's something else? Let me know what y'all think. Thank y'all so much again for downloading an episode if you're listening via audio or watching if you are on YouTube. Talk to y'all later. Bye.